Hey, thank you, Christian. The Coach's Show with Michael Shea is brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed, choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. The Bombers coming off a very impressive 23-8 win in Regina Mosaic Stadium on Sunday. The annual Labor Day clash between the Bombers and the Rough Riders. Michael Shea, I was watching the... Uh, Game you watching over. the game? Well, I watched the game over okay. again today. So I did watch the game when I was there. Over again today. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, punching and gouging and grinding with the elbow. There was a lot of stuff going on uh, during and after uh, piles. Did you notice that? Uh, I did not. But oh. when I watched the other games, I certainly noticed it. <laughs> So I think that the two of us, Sask and, and, and us, played a fairly clean game, comparatively, I would say. Well, okay. Um, let's just put it this way. It was pretty intense on Sunday, wasn't it? It is. It was. It always will be against Sask, uh, especially with um, the crowds that we get. You know, the fan base makes it electric in, in both places, and the players feel it. They try to manage it. They try to manage their emotions. It is very difficult, though. Yeah, you've talked a lot, Mike, in the last couple of weeks about physical play. Boy, you had lots of that on Sunday, didn't you? It, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and is that a just a product of, you know, we talk about this all the time. Players, athletes try to play hard and do their best every time they play. But sometimes exterior forces will... You know, have an influence on that. Would you say that was the case on Sunday? It can be. I do think the number one factor we're dealing with is the players' bodies getting used to playing and used to that, the physicality and the feeling of it and, and the ability to get over it and get working again. Mm-hmm. Without exhibition games, uh, with the layoff we had, I just think that they're... A lot of them are just rounding into form in terms of their, their, what they're feeling, how their bodies are feeling, and what their brain is processing in terms of how they deal with it. I just think they're, they're getting used to it again. They're getting back to, okay, I like this again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you got off to a good start, which I know, you know we all talked about. You had the interception by Brandon Alexander, his first of two. Then you got a touchdown in the first quarter, 7 nothing lead. I, I don't know how much it silenced the crowd because they did certainly want to make some noise and did, but how much how much of a factor, how big was that, Mike? Well, I think it's important to get the lead uh, on Saskatchewan. They're a very good football team, so when, when we can strike and we can hold them and especially strike off a takeaway, it's, it's pretty important. I think that it does shift the, the mood of the players. Uh, I do think that, you know, when the play is going on, the players don't necessarily hear the fans. In between plays, yep, the fans can be pretty loud there. I still think IG Field is, is louder than Mosaic. You know, I don't, I don't know that we had there – was, there was periods of time, you know, we took three penalties in a row on – on offense, and I do think that there was a period of time there where the crowd was really into it and loud. I think when they challenged the roughing the kicker and won the challenge, I think the crowd was really loud. I don't think it was sustained through the entire game. You know, there was a, a level there that I think was manageable for our group. Okay, let's talk about, uh, well, the penalties. You took a couple of penalties that you talked about, and then you took a third on that particular drive in the fourth quarter that was going to take you maybe out of field goal range and the command center it was a Dembski offside and the command center intervened and said there was no offside now mike i've seen that before but it's extremely rare isn't it it's one of those penalties now that the command center is starting to look more at i believe you know as part of the rules committee Um, We wanted them to have uh, more power in that regard as to, especially if there's uh, movement on the offensive line and a jump on the defensive line, we wanted them to figure it out and just get it right. So when they have time, they will certainly look at it and try to fix 
those type of things. Now, they, they don't always have time in the flow of the game right. to look at every offside or every procedure. Mm-hmm. I do think that it is a difficult penalty with the speed of the game and uh, the officials being possibly you know 24 yards away uh, at the at the minimum to focus on the ball and see a receiver who's running full speed, whether they cross before the ball was snapped, at the snap, just after the snap. Those things are pretty difficult. So I do think it's one of those ones that the command center can help with. And um, I do also understand that they can't look at it every single time. Right. And it's a very, as you say, a very difficult call when the players are waggling full speed. It, it just surprising that the command, I mean, it was good for you, wasn't it? Because it, it you had, a, I think, a 20-yard gain on that play, and it set you up for a field goal. Yeah, it certainly took a tough decision out of my hands. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you challenged uh, for a roughing the passer. And Doug Brown and I, when we watched the replay, thought in the letter of the law, the hand of the Saskatchewan defensive player that touched the helmet of Zach Kolaris and for a moment grabbed the face mask, it would be a no-brainer penalty. But they they overruled it, or they didn't. You lost your challenge. Your thoughts on your thoughts on that today? I will still challenge that same. If it looks the same. Uh, every week from now on, I'm still going to challenge it. That sounds kind of tin cupish, but I do believe that uh, eventually I'll get one of those right. <laughs> yeah. No, but isn't a hand to the face of the quarterback? That's an automatic roughing, whether it's uh, incidental or whatever, isn't it? Or they must have ruled that it was so insignificant it shouldn't be called roughing. Yeah, I guess that was the case. The there is. Um, you know, there is a definition with contact to the quarterback that requires the idea of delivering a blow. Right. So, yeah. I, I, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Like I said, I'll, I'll, I have no problem uh, challenging that. I looked at it and thought it was through mm-hmm. the challenge flag and believe in that process and that call that I have no problem challenging that, that same one again. 780-6868, our phone and text number, lots of text, but we'll take a phone call right off the bat from Steve. Steve, you're on the Coach O'Shea Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead. Hi. Uh, Coach O'Shea, uh, I'll just say right off the bat, your defense has been out of this world good. I mean, other than the game in Toronto, I guess, but but especially the Labor Day, your defense was in, like, I, I can't even, like, talk to my buddies how good it was. So now you've got to play the same team on Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Yes. Okay, so I, I, you're probably not going to want to answer this, but how do you do you leave the same defense, the structure, I mean, game plan in place, or you're playing the same team, right? And and don't forget, Saskatchewan's going to come at you with different different looks, I, I imagine. So how do you, how do you, as a defensive player, team prepare for the same team that's coming at you and probably learning from their you know previous mistakes two things come to mind first of all we should bench willie uh, jackson uh, brandon alexander and biggie because we just got to change it up for them and now we we are who we are you know there's there's going to be some wrinkles there always is there's going to be wrinkles from them and and we're going to look at what we did and what we can do better and we're going to try to improve. Uh, you know, I don't think any team would just stay stagnant and say, well, it was good enough for this game plan, so we should just stick with it. There's there's always an effort to be improving. You can't stand still. So, once again, the coaches were in here all day looking at the film over and over again, trying to think of ways where we can get better, even marginally better on, on any call. So, um that's that's what we'll do. That's what we do every single week. And uh, because I can't see you, I imagine you're not wearing a green jersey, but I won't say any more about our game plan. <laughs> I didn't think so. Hey, Pierre, you're on the coach's show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. A great game, of course, uh, like everyone has uh, said. Uh, you alluded to the uh, successful challenge by Saskatchewan over the roughing the kicker. Uh, call is there not a penalty that could have been called with illegal contact to the kicker because he was impeded and he w- didn't get to the line of scrimmage and he was knocked down 
Sounds like you know your rules very well. I'll say that. You know them very well. That's my answer. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, because yeah, when they child and everyone's all excited, I'm thinking, man, there was something else there they could have called. But anyway, okay. I just wanted a confirmation on that, uh, Coach. Thank you. Okay, Pierre. Thanks for the call. Uh, before we break here, Mike, Willie Jefferson had three tackles, a quarterback sack. I don't know how many knockdowns, at least one pass knockdown, maybe two or three more. He is your most popular player among the fans. He's maybe your most entertaining player. He's your most colorful player. He's your most outspoken player who said before the game, Riders are 3-0, and but they haven't seen a defense like ours. Give me some thoughts on Willie Jefferson as a player and a personality. I think he's terrific for our league. Not only is he a fantastic player, that's everybody can see that. That's easy. Um, one of those tips was a tip up, not a tip down or a knockdown, which ended up as an interception uh, with uh, B.A. Brandon Alexander getting his second. Uh, what's, what's fascinating about Willie is how engaged he is um, with the fans, how, how much he understands how important these games are to the fans and how important the fans are to us and to the league. He, he's terrific that way. You know, he, I shouldn't say he surprises me because cause I, I just think of the, the world of him. Uh, but he's always doing extra, you know, doing something, whether it's for his teammates on the field, um, you know, or, or for the fans. He's, he's always trying to stay engaged and do extra. And I just think he has fun a lot. I'm sure he has days where he's not having a great day, but, boy, it looks like he just enjoys himself. Yeah. in a lot of different areas. So yeah. it's, it's, he's fun to be around. Well, the fans uh, the fans love him. They're glad he's here. We'll come back at 780-6868 with more of the Coach Show with Michael Shea on CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680-CJOB. The Melonheads had their fun at Mosaic. Now it's time for Bomber Nation to welcome those banjo-picking inbreds from Saskatchewan to our home turf. And no doubt, Winnipeg fans will be out in full force for the Banjo Bowl between the Blue Bombers and the Rough Riders at IG Field. Hi, this is Bob Irving. Saturday afternoon promises to be another hard-fought and intense battle. Join me and Doug Brown and a cast of thousands for the pregame show starting at 1. Recycle everywhere Winnipeg Blue Bomber football on 680 CJOB. At Bayer, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding Buteo Start to our DeKalb Canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next generation DeKalb TrueFlex Canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. Depend on DeKalb Canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Here's a sound you may recognize. It's something you can hear thousands of times a day all around the province. Manitobans putting empty beverage containers into a recycling bin. What it represents is an action that diverts waste and extends the life cycle of containers. So those materials can keep coming back in new forms. And for your efforts, Recycle Everywhere is giving back to Manitobans through our new app and programs that keep our province clean. So download the app, drop in your containers, and help close the loop. Recycle everywhere. Winnipeg Dodge introduces Willie Jefferson. Uh, John. What's up, Jason? What's going on here? First, Hallibuck, now Jefferson. You trying to send me a message or something? No, no, no. Willie's just fresh young talent. He's here to keep you on your toes. What? Was it something I did? Was it the coffee gag? The hugging. No, let's give it a chance and see what happens. All right. Winnipeg Dodge in the Point West Auto Mall, where the buying experience is just as enjoyable as the drive. Want to be certain your reno goes right? Start with Pro Materials with Certainty Drywall. In fire resistant, water resistant, super durable, or soundproof. And top quality insulation. Ceiling systems. Premium shingles and siding. Do it right with professional grade building materials from Certainty. Pro all the way. 
Welcome to Building a Garage 101. The company you choose should visit your site, go over placement and approach, then check with the city about size, placement, and variances. And finally, provide a free detailed estimate. Excuse me. Just call JML Roofing and Renovations. They've been doing all of that for over 20 years. And JML doesn't just build a garage, they build your garage. JML works with you and your needs. You deserve the best. Call JML Roofing and Renovations and get your garage built. 668-1861. Do-it-yourselfers, contractors, it's time. Time to finally start that project with Olympic Building Center. Time to get the materials you need at Olympic, where they have plenty of inventory and great prices. That fence you've been planning, that deck you've been dreaming of, that garage you need, whatever your next project is, the time is now. So go local, grow local at the award-winning Olympic Building Center. CJOB weather. Mostly clear out there. The winds are diminishing. We're going to see a low of 10 tonight. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 21. Thursday, mix of sun and cloud with a high of 23. And then Friday should be sunny again with a nice high of 27. Right now, it's 22 outside 680 CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. Mike, let's get to the text. We've got a ton of them here. It is a straightforward one from Kurt. Coach O'Shea, why the 57-yard field goal attempt? Oh, because he was probably good from 65 in, in, in warm-ups. So he was pounding them. Okay. Were you thinking of that almost more as a punt than a field goal or no? No, he was pounding them through the uprights towards the back of the end zone. From He was knocking them out the back of the end zone from 50. So, you know, it's to me it's a no-brainer. It's, he's got the leg. He's got the wind. You know, he's, he's a good kicker. Uh, there's a series of uh, text questions along the same line. I'll throw this one in from... Uh, Michael in San Antonio, Coach, excellent, excellent start to the season. What can be done to improve the kick return game? Well, more, more time probably for the returner at the point of attack. You know, we need to give a, a little more of a clear picture uh, right down at the at the reception point. Um, our guys work hard. We just sometimes it takes a little while. We've got some. Some new young guys, fresh faces on our return team. It's not the same veteran group that we had in 2019, so it just takes a little while to get them get them rolling. But uh, their effort will never be questioned. They they are working extremely hard. They just got to get the techniques and see more pitchers, and we'll, we'll get one at some point. Uh, here's another text question from David. Good evening, Mike. You said that if I like the uh, 2019 Grey Cup defense, that I will like this year's. Well, that was some smack-you-in-the-mouth football, and I loved every minute of it. That's from David. I'm sure you loved it, too, too Mike. Did you? It was good. Yeah. I did enjoy the defensive performance. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me see. catch another one here. Coach, a lot of people are concerned with your punt return results. So, okay, we already asked that question. Uh, are you considering a different punt returner? No. Hi, Coach. Uh, Andre here. Will Naaman Roosevelt get in the lineup soon? Well, we have to see where he's at. You know, it's, it's he'll be practicing, get a full week of practice this week. We'll see where he's at. I imagine if our lineup is healthy, then the answer will be no. Did you come out of the game pretty healthy? far as you could tell uh there's a few things going on but we'll we'll let the the week unfold roster wise you know me i always think the players will play so okay uh coach please comment on the play of canadian linebackers briggs and shane gochier that will allow you to dress an extra american receiver it will will it <laughs> 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 i guess i don't need to fill out the roster this week it's already done well, you know, the fans like to help you, Mike. Yep. Uh, I do think uh, Shane Gauthier and Jesse Briggs have been playing terrifically. That's the expectation. We knew when we got them in our building, uh, when they were a lot younger, that they were excellent football players. That's why we drafted them. We're finally giving them the opportunity they probably deserve for a while, and they're making good with their opportunity. 
Back to the phone lines we go. Tony's been patiently waiting. Tony, go ahead. Hi, Mike. How are you? Fantastic, Tony. How are you doing? Uh, and I just want to say you're one of the best coaches that I've ever seen since Kel, uh, Kel Murphy uh, era. What you did uh, on the uh, Banjo Bowl, um, getting the players in there, what you said about Drew Willie, just loving to play the game. That's all I see how you do it. Back when you were a linebacker, you still got the record from uh, being in your Toronto days, Hamilton days. You know what? As long as you're the coach from Winnipeg, we have no worries. Have a good night, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, those were kind words from Tony. Okay, here's a text. Jefferson is great, but let's talk some Big Hill. That's the extent of the text, Mike. Jefferson is great, but let's talk some Big Hill. Uh, they, they both are, and Jackson Jeffcoat and Brandon Alexander, uh, these guys are, are just playing phenomenal football. They're excellent leaders. They've taken a, a whole other step in terms of uh, the way they're running the, their, their team. It's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, Adam Big Hill himself personally, you have to enjoy the way he plays football. He, he can do it all for us. We have him in certain coverages. We have him up in the box. He can rush the passer. He, he can, you know, he can do everything we ask him to do uh, and more. And he's so smart, such a great leader in that regard. It's, it's just terrific. And when he, when, he just, when he lays the wood on somebody, they feel it. And that's awesome to watch as a coach, too. Well, and he's such a good athlete. You have some defensive sets where he, he drops way back in coverage, and I mean way back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, like I said, he's extremely versatile with his athleticism and his knowledge of the game. It's, it's basically unparalleled, really. I don't expect you'll want to comment on this, but it's a funny one. I'm going to read it. Ray from Minnedosa. By late in the game, it looked like Fajardo was wanting into the witness protection program. No comment. 727-780-6868. We'll take a break, come back, take more of your texts and phone calls. It's the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea on 680 CJOB. Join the conversation online. Like the 680 CJOB Facebook page. Manuk. Manuk Denture Clinic understands that 9 to 5 appointments are not always doable. That's why they offer evening and Saturday appointments to fit your busy schedule. Contact Manuk Denture Clinic today. Visit ManukDenture.com. Do you know what you can recycle in Winnipeg? Only paper, cardboard, and empty containers made of plastic, metal, or glass go in your cart or bin. Items that are not accepted, like plastic bags, clothes, diapers, garbage, and containers with food or liquid in them, increase recycling costs and ruin other recyclables. Find out what goes where at winnipeg.ca slash recycling or contact 311. I hear it all the time. I love it. It's because she adores the earrings that you bought from us for your anniversary. I'm Joe Namath of Namath Diamonds, a family tradition of excellence for over 30 years. In addition to having the city's exclusive Canadian Maple Leaf Bridal Boutique, brides keep coming to us for quality, unique custom designs and service. At Namath Diamonds, attention to detail is everything. So, if you would like to know more about Canadian Diamonds, trust the professionals at Namath Diamonds in Southdale Square. Experience the difference great people make at Transolutions Truck Centers, Manitoba's largest independent heavy truck dealership with four locations, plus a new Steinbeck location coming soon. Carrying North America's premier heavy truck and school bus brands, Freightliner, Western Star, and Thomas Built Buses, and with a massive parts inventory to serve your needs seven days a week. Independently owned and operated since 1991, Transolutions Truck Centers will help you experience service the way it's meant to be. For more, head to tstruck.ca. Kevin here from CG Open Road with our official spokesperson, Adam Bighill. What do you want to talk about? Football being back? Winning championships? How about that lovely Steinback? Why Steinback? Because it's home to CG Open Road's new location. CG Open Road is great. My vehicle's from them, and they treated me like a champion. A great... Oh, let's keep that about Steinback, Adam. For CF Moto, Forest River, Gulfstream, Beta Bikes, Argo, and so much more, visit CG Open Road in Winnipeg and Steinback. Visit openroadoutlet.ca. 
My name is Don White, CEO and co-founder of Private Pension Partners, headquartered here in Winnipeg. Along with our investors, we locally control over $725 million of pension-grade real estate. And after a decade of sound real estate investment management practices, P3 proudly owns over 1.5 million square feet of space and over 1,500 apartment units. Please visit P3's site at www.privatepensionpartners.com for more information. Need something to smile about? Dane Denture Clinic proudly serves Beaujolais and surrounding areas, including Lac de Bonnie, Pinawa, and Pine Falls, offering complete denture services to eastern Manitoba since 1977. Visit danedenture.com or call 204 268 3488. You're listening to 680 CJOB, Winnipeg's radio station for 75 years. Global News at 7.30. I'm Kevin Hirschfield. The news is brought to you by Gateway Mechanical. Save your company 10% or more on HVAC or refrigeration maintenance. Visit gatewaymechanical.ca slash switch. Manitoba's sweeping vaccine mandates are on their fifth day of enforcement in restaurants, bars, and other non-essential activities. And as Global's Rosanna Hample reports, the province's latest public health orders are likely pushing more Manitobans to get immunized against COVID-19. The number of Manitobans scheduling COVID-19 vaccine appointments was dropping for weeks. That is, before the province introduced vaccine mandates at the end of August. Dr. Joss Reimer, medical lead for the province's vaccine task force, says they saw an initial uptick in bookings after the announcement. And now, instead of going down week over week, they're going steady. The fact that we've stopped that decrease really um, makes me feel that we, we have a chance at getting at a lot more people. Reimer also says Manitoba is looking into the possibility of extending third doses to vulnerable people. She says they're waiting on advice from the National Advisory Committee on Immunization that's expected to release guidance on third dose administration either this week or next. Rosanna Hempel, Global News. Some Manitoba businesses are complaining of a double standard in the new public health orders, one that's detrimental to their bottom line. Heebie-jeebies Halloween attraction owner Tim Muse doesn't understand why events like Blue Bomber games can include thousands and his business can only welcome in 500. I also have to physical distance. Everyone has to physical distance at our events. That's one of the requirements. Uh, don't have to do that at our hockey games and our football games. Um, and it's also for indoor recreation, also movie theaters. They're all exempt from these rules. Muse says his business is only letting in fully vaccinated Manitobans and thinks if that standard is upheld, he should be allowed more capacity. The province says any operators wishing to exceed the new 500-person outdoor gathering limits can submit a plan for approval by public health. News on the hour, on the half, and when it breaks on 680 CJOB. Hey, canola farmers, do you want to save on seed? You can save up to $70 a bag on DeKalb Canola with the DeKalb Instant Discount and DeKalb Canola Summer Sizzler programs. The booking deadline for the DeKalb Canola Summer Sizzler program is September 30th. So talk to your retailer today. Full program details available at decalbrewards.ca. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 680 CJOB. Weather. Clear tonight and a low of 10. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high of 21. Sun and cloud Thursday, a high of 23. Sunny and 27 on Friday. Right now, 22 at CJOB. is the 680 CJOB Sports Show with Christian O'Mell. We're back to the coach's show in just a moment. First, a uh, quick check at the Boston Pizza Sports Desk. Garrett Cole had to leave the Yankees-Blue Jays game with an injury. That is not ideal for a, a Yankees team that doesn't have the best pitching staff. So 3-1 is the score for the Jays in the bottom of the fourth now. Also, Valor FC and Edmonton are tied at zero. They are in the 23rd minute down at IG Field. U.S. Open update. Layla Fernandez earlier today advancing to the semifinals with a three-set win over Alina Svitolina. She'll play the winner of the other women's quarterfinal, which Arena Sabalenka currently leads a set and a break. And with that, let us turn things back over to the coach and Mr. Bob Irving. Bob? Thank you, Christian. The show is brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season. This is uh, 
a text from Lance, and it's a little off track, he says, but knowing Al Bradbury is one of Winnipeg's finest, you know how he's doing after hobbling off the field. Bradbury was the head referee in the Calgary-Edmonton game and had to leave because of what looked like a leg injury, and I haven't heard anything. I don't know, Mike, you sometimes hear about what's going on in the league. Have you heard anything about Al's condition? I haven't, but I was wondering also. He looked like he was in some uh, pretty good discomfort, so hopefully he's he's back at it shortly. He's a, he's a good official. Yeah, he certainly did look like he was in a lot of pain. All right, here's a text from Jim, and it's a six-word text. Dietrich Nichols, Rookie of the Year, question mark. Uh, yeah, that's those are voted on by the media, so... Uh, you know, that's a great question for you, Bob. Yeah, I think his point, though, Mike, is that the kid's playing pretty well. He is playing very well. I really like him. I liked him, like I said on an earlier broadcast. I like him from the moment he walked in and with and got the luggage rack from at the hotel. So, <laughs> and, and I guess the, the major point to that is, if you were to ask any player whether they want an individual athlete or they want to be somewhere. Mid December, they're going to choose mid December. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. or any individual accolade. Right. Um, yeah, he, and you know what I like about him? He plays with some attitude. He, he likes to throw his weight around. He certainly can hit. Yes, he, he can. he'll stick his nose in there uh, often and with a lot of fervor. Yeah. Question for Coach O'Shea: What's the status of Kyrie Wilson, Stove Richardson, and Janarian Grant? They're all getting better, today included. They were working hard today to make sure they can get on the field as soon as possible. Likelihood of any of them playing on Saturday? We'll see when we take the field tomorrow what we get. That's a vague answer, Coach O'Shea, but it's what I expected. Dave, you're on the Coach Show with Mike O'Shea. Go ahead. Oh, hi. Uh, I wonder if you have an answer to this question. It's been bothering me for a couple of years. Like, I know the Labor Day game, it's always played in Saskatchewan. I think the same thing goes for Ed, uh, Calgary and, uh, what's the other one, Hamilton. Right. Has any consideration ever been given to um, reversing those games? In other words, you play the Banjo game first and then the Labor Day game, um, like vice versa. Because it seems to me that the team that gets that first game has an advantage. I don't know why, but it just seems that way. Like, has the league ever considered uh, changing it, or has the Bombers ever considered requesting that? Like, do you know? Well, I don't be I believe the league has ever considered changing it. How about you, Mike? Well, I was part of a non-Labor Day clash in, uh, I forget what year it was, where they didn't have Hamilton and Toronto playing on Labor Day. And it was a disaster. They just got to keep it the same. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I know Dave Ritchie used to always say, why, why, why do we have to play the Labor Day game in Regina all the time? <laughs> you play it there all the time because it's tradition, it's been done forever, and it works. So I think that's the answer, Dave. Bottom line, no consideration has been given to having them play the first game in Winnipeg and the second back in Saskatchewan. Um, this I love this question. I took a picture with you, Coach O'Shea, at the convention center after we won the Great Cup. You were a great player. Now you're a great coach. Who is your least favorite team in the CFL? <laughs> well, I'm not picky. I, I dislike all of them equally. <laughs> all right. That's a beautiful answer. Uh, the Canadian talent is from John and Swan River. The Canadian talent on the Bombers is unbelievable. I think back a few years when we struggled to have guys who were true starters. Yes, we have many stars, but no one in the league can field a group of Canadians like the Bombers. I, I like to agree with that statement. I, I do think that we have a lot of starters and we have some Canadian talent that can step in and play right away. So I think we are very... I don't want to say fortunate. We're not lucky. We did draft them or, or sign them in free agency, but we've got a great collection of guys where we feel very comfortable uh, starting a whole bunch of them, right? So yeah. uh, they're, they're going to help us win football games. They, they really understand the Canadian game and, and what it means, and that's, 
it's once again uh, i'll say that i probably say this too it's just fun to be at work with these guys you know i looked at the uh lineup of global players in the bomber saskatchewan game on saturday uh, the Riders had one, Chris Aniziala, a backup uh, fullback. And you had two, Mike. You had Les Marule and Tiedrick Hansen. I- I'm not sure there's a team in this league that has global players contributing a- as much as yours are. I would agree. I think it's pretty easy to see that around the league. There, now, there are there's uh, uh, more kickers were picked in the global draft this year. Uh, so uh, Calgary's punter, uh, Hamilton's punter, uh, BC had a couple. I don't know where they're at right now with theirs. I haven't paid attention. But I, I do think there are some players around the league, more global players taking uh, taking snaps this year. But I don't believe anybody would touch us in terms of the number of snaps our global players get. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about it. I'm, I'm designating them as globals now, but they're just part of our team. You know, Teandrick Hansen is just a teammate to these guys who gets out there and plays hard. And if you look at what he did through the playoffs for us, especially that hit in the Grey Cup, that's not the only thing he did. He, he forced fumbles. He had sacks and pressures. Had a goal line stand where he stuffed the center back into the running back in Saskatchewan. Uh, and Les Maruo has, has, you know, got some meaningful snaps this past game too. But both of them play all the special teams besides uh, defense. He plays a lot of defense. Um, you know, we're committed to the program. I, I think it's it's not just that these guys can play football. They have a, a, a real desire to learn. But they're also very good for our football team. I think there's um, a real sense of pride, uh, not only from them, but uh, amongst the teammates that these guys are coming in and picking up the game so fast and, and playing good football for us. Tiedrick Hansen had uh, six special teams tackles going into the game on Saturday. And Mike Miller, Mike, had four more special teams tackles. He now has 13 on the season in five games. That doesn't happen by accident, does it? No, and if you watch the film closely, he is, they're on him, right? They're, not only are they blocking him, but they're grabbing him, pulling at him, and taking shots at him, and he just manages to keep producing. He's phenomenal to watch. He just gets it done all the time. And before we break again, uh, getting all sorts of texts about your kicking situation, Uh, here's one from Pine Ridge, from Rob in Pine Ridge. Uh, Are you interested? Are you considering using the new kicker? Uh, on the weekend, and the, I, I assume the new kicker he's talking about is Ali Mortada, who you brought in last week. Yeah, that's not the plan. All right, we'll come back. Seven eight zero six eight six eight. It's the Coaches Show with Mike O'Shea, and it's on six eighty CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on six eighty CJOB. The start. Terrible September being kind of like the start of a new year, or you feel like you should be making some resolutions. I feel a little bit melancholy, the right, you know, just sad that we're here already. And I feel like, oh my gosh, where did everything go? And I'm not ready to kickstart like what's going to be a busy, busy week. But at the same time, time to go. Time to get your your butt out of bed and get yeah. going to school this week. So I feel like the kids are pr- pretty excited too. The start with Mackling, McGarry, and McNabb. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. At Bayer, obstacle is opportunity. We learn from the past. We innovate, like adding buteo start to our DeKalb canola to fight against flea beetles. Our next-generation DeKalb TruFlex canola with Roundup Ready and Liberty Link technologies offer herbicide flexibility. Plus, you get enhanced pod integrity for straight cutting with confidence. Depend on DeKalb canola for an easier, faster, smoother harvest. DeKalb, the seed for every season. Always follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. From the back seat at the beach. He drops back into the pocket, looks Come long, on. holds on to Come the on. ball. Here we go. To gridlocked traffic. Into the slot, dodges the tackle. Come on. To reliving the magic on the way home from the game. He's on the goal line. Every yard, every mile, Harvest Honda is right there with you. Because Hondas aren't their only passion. They're football fans, too. Harvest Honda, right there with you since 1981. 
cheering on the home team? That's a Winnipeg tradition. Just like IJL, they've been helping Winnipeg couples find the perfect wedding and engagement rings for more than 80 years. And have the perfect ring for you right now. Come visit them today at 493 Notre Dame Avenue or browse and shop anytime online at IJL.ca. IJL, Winnipeg's luxury jewelry store since 1937. Hey, Manitoba. This is the new sound of winning. Sure, it's just an empty beverage container going into a recycling bin. But with the new Recycle Everywhere app that's rewarding Manitobans, it could mean cash and prizes for you. There are daily prizes of $100 and two $25,000 jackpots. Plus $1,000 weekly and $5,000 monthly prizes to be won. So download the app, keep up the good work, and you can start winning today with Recycle Everywhere. Rush on down to Canada West Boots Factory Outlet. They are overflowing with Canada West and Brahma boots. You'll find over a thousand pairs in stock of locally made boots, all handcrafted in Winnipeg by over 40 skilled shoemakers. This month, help them give cancer the boot. $5 from every pair of Canada West or Brahma boots sold in September goes to Motorcycle Ride for Dad. See CanadaWestBoots.com for an online catalog or shop in person at 1255 Street, where Canada West and Brahma boots are handmade since 1978. Buildings, it's what they do best. For over 40 years, Olympic Buildings has been helping your business grow, store your equipment and toys, and give you a comfortable place to work. Whether you need a new shop, commercial or ag building, storage facility, or even a home for your growing business, Olympic is the cost-effective solution to your building needs. Take a virtual tour of their completed projects online at olympic-buildings.ca. And then, build with confidence. 680 CJOB. Weather. It's brought to you by Bailey's in the Exchange. You've been cooped up long enough. Treat yourself to a special night out with friends and family like only Bailey's can do. Reserve your table today at baileysprimedining.com. Tonight, mostly clear. Wind is going to diminish as we get later into the evening, a low of 10. Tomorrow should be mostly sunny with a high of 21. Thursday, mix of sun and cloud with a high of 23. And then on Friday, should be a sunny one with a big high of 27. Right now, it's 22 outside 680 CJOB. The Bombers Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. 780-6868. Here's a text, Mike, and this is kind of a tough one. Uh, The the fan says when, or the texter says, when can fans meet with players to get autographs? My son would love to meet Willie Jefferson. And right now, there's not much you can do about that, is there? There isn't. We are under stricter protocols uh, from the CFL and the return to play program that had to be approved by the federal government. Uh, and we're just not able to to mingle right now. So it is tough. It's tough on the players too because they like being a part of the community and that's a, a big part of, of why they play. You know, this sense of community amongst the CFL, the CFL players and the, and the cities that we play in. Um, I think is unlike uh, any other pro sport, really. We're, the players are very accessible um, in a normal year, and this just isn't that. And trust me, it, 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 does, it does affect the players, too. They'd like to, like to have more interaction with the fans. Yeah. Uh, hey, Coach, this is from Jeff. Michael from San Antonio and I are starting a Fajardo bounce the ball off the crossbar fan club. Do you care to join? I don't even know why I read ones like that, Mike, because there's not much you can say, is there? <laughs> uh, uh, hence my silence. <laughs> you are speechless. All right. You know, we, I want to ask you about Zach Calaris, who, man, I thought played a heck of a game on Sunday. Uh, it took some big hits, especially on the pass to Dembski. You know, the great quarterbacks stand in and take a hit. And, and we all know that if you're going to reach this level, you have to be able to do that. But that was a critical play, wasn't it? It, it was, and, and he does stand in there. It wasn't the only shot he took, and it wasn't the only time he stood in there to deliver. Um, I, to me, that's just another form of his leadership, which is excellent second to none. Another one, another guy on our team who's um, just just proving it every day to his teammates what he's willing to do for them, let alone game day, right? So, you know, the proof to the, to the fans and the TV audience is, is there on game day, but he, he puts in a lot of time and makes sure that he's doing it doing it right, doing it right for the right reasons for his teammates uh, daily. So 
we, we've got great leaders on this team. It's fantastic. That pass to Dembski was a thing of beauty, too. I mean, he just, it had to be right there. And it wasn't an easy catch, either. Uh, no, he, he dropped it in there quite nicely. The receivers do a good job of, of adjusting and um, using their body to, to make sure the defender has a harder time. So uh, that's the, the little nuances of playing receiver that, you know, you really get to enjoy when you see him up close. How important is uh, Zach Kolaris' running? Well, it's another dimension that, that teams have a hard time accounting for. I mean, when we face a running quarterback, you have a hard time accounting for all those yards too. I do believe it's it's one of those skills that if you can move the chains or keep the drive going a couple, three times a game uh, with even four or five yard runs just to keep the, the chains going, uh, just pays off in points. And we also talked about uh, a lot in our broadcast about the catch by Drew Walatarski and you've talked more than once, Mike, uh, this year about what a extra role that uh, Walatarski has taken on and on Sunday uh, he was he was a big part of your offensive success yeah he's been doing a great job in the building leading and helping the the younger guys and making sure they have a, a good routine uh, during the week so that they can get better every day so it's very nice for Wally to to get uh, an opportunity to make a catch like that um, that people recognize, you know, sort of a reward for his leadership. Not that he expects to be rewarded. It's just the way he is. So, um, But it's it's pleasing. The players loved it. I don't know if you saw the little celebration with the guys all playing the guitar. Yeah. Uh, that ran over from the bench. Uh, I, think, uh, I think they were all defensive guys that ran over there. Yeah. Um, so that's, that in itself is pleasing as a coach when you see uh, teammates appreciating each other's successes yeah i did see that and nick taylor was one of the first ones over there and then the other receivers came over to him uh, darvin adams was over there and uh, you know because this was not just an ordinary catch it was a, a great great catch at a critical part of the game yeah he laid out for it fingertip grab tucked it in secured it survived contact with the ground basically uh, you know it, it set us up quite nicely yeah andrew harris uh, so he comes back uh, to, uh, 10 days ago in the Calgary game and is rock solid. And would you say he just moved it up a notch on Sunday? I think he's getting better every day. Uh, I do think there will be a few more games where he's still improving and, and finding his legs and finding his balance and vision. Uh, so it's, it's only going to get better, I believe. Okay, let's look ahead to the rematch on Saturday, Mike. The Banjo Bowl, it's at 3 o'clock. Our broadcast on CGOB starts at 1. Tailgating is back. Wade Miller wants everybody to know that the tailgate section will be open for the first time this year, and it will open at noon. So you're playing a team that you, you handled pretty well in their home field. What do you expect from Saskatchewan? Not just, I'm not talking about X's and O's, but what kind of a response do you expect from the Riders? Well, the good thing is we don't necessarily need to worry about that. Uh, if if I know our team, we're always expecting the best from every opponent, so we don't have to really consider whether they played well the last game or whether they're going to play well this game. You, you just have to always expect their best. If we keep that mindset, then, then we'll be prepared to play. You have given up the fewest points in the league, eight points against Saskatchewan on Sunday. I know there are people around the league who were shaking their heads and saying, man, oh, man, you go into Regina and hold them to eight points. How impressive was that, Mike O'Shea? Um, that was that game. You know, we'll see what it looks like this game. Uh, I thought our defense played very well. I thought they had a good plan. The coaches, you know, Richie, J.Y., James, and D.P. put together a good plan, and, and the players went out and executed it very well. But every game is going to be different. I do think that offenses will start catching up shortly and they won't always look like that but i think what matters most to the defense is getting the win and being a part of it do you have an unsung hero on this team somebody who people don't talk about never mind in the locker room but uh, just in general i don't have one i believe i could say something about every guy we have in our locker room what they bring to the table so i, I won't 
I won't single anybody out. I do think, once again, it's tremendous amount of leadership throughout the room. And then for the young guys, you know, the choice to follow that leadership is uh, is pretty positive, too. Yeah. If you win this game on Saturday, you're 5-1. and one. I know you know what the record is. You don't like to talk about it, but I know you know. It'd be impossible not to know, wouldn't it? Maybe. <laughs> I might not be that smart. <laughs> You'd be 5-1 and one in a 14-game season. I know a lot of people say you're home free. Uh, I know you won't I say that. I look back, but I think we were probably close to that record my first year, too, and that didn't turn out well. So. Yeah, well, you were 5-0 and yeah. last year, too. So, But, hey. Stay focused, yeah. Yeah, the, the, I, look, the bottom line is if, we're talking hypothetical, but even now at 4-1, and one, to have games in the bank is pretty big in this short season, isn't it? Yeah, I don't discern between necessarily starting fast and finishing strong because we don't have to when we consider that each game is very important and we're so focused on this one this week. So we don't spend a lot of time talking about, you know, the games at the beginning versus the games at the end compared to the importance of the games in the middle, you know, we don't waste a lot of time doing that. Yeah, but we do. Yeah, it's awesome. I like hearing your, 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 your statements on this. I like that you ask me the same question every time about this, and you know I'm not going to answer it. Well, I know, but I, you know, I have to, I have to keep working it. I might get a breakthrough some night. You never know. All right, yeah. last question before we close it off. What's the biggest challenge when you're playing a team two weeks in a row? Staying fresh, keeping the guys mentally fresh and locked in. You see this once again. You see the same film over and over again. They gotta, they gotta stay dialed in to the process and not get complacent in that regard. Yeah. And how, how as a head coach, do you, do you try and make sure that that happens? Uh, I'm still figuring that out. Still figuring that out. That might not be good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bob. Yeah. School's about to start. Yeah, Make I know. Sure everybody's careful on the road. Teachers, students, yeah. all coming back to school. We've got to be careful driving. Gotcha. Great way to finish the show. Mike, thanks very much. A close practice tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you, I guess, what's tomorrow? Thursday? Wednesday. We'll see you Thursday over at uh, IG Field. Thanks for doing the show again tonight. All right. Thanks, Bob. See you. Mike O'Shea, that's the Coach's Show. It's brought to you by DeKalb. Choosing canola seed. Choose DeKalb, the seed for every season.